What are the career trends in information security for 2011? Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today with David Foote, founder of Foote Partners, an expert in security and career issues. David, thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks very much, Tom. So, David, a recent Trends Research news release from your own firm reports a leveling off in pay for security skills after what we've seen as a long period of sustained growth. What can you tell me about that? Well, it's actually certifications in this case, and let me put a couple of numbers on this. Since the recession started, which was the end of 2007, um, there are 2012-1 IT certifications that we track in a survey we've had since 1999, which is called the IT Skills and Certification Pay Index. Now, that index for um, the average across 221 certifications, I mean, it's down 7% since the beginning of this recession. That may not seem like a lot, but in the world of skills, it is. Um, during that same time, non-certified skills are up about three-quarters of a percent, but certifications in security are up 3.2%, and that's, again, since the beginning of the recession. That's a 10-point difference between all other certifications and just security. So, you know, they've been on a very, very nice run, and there's a lot of reasons for this. Um, you know, it's uh, flying from the, um, the fact that, uh, you know, threats have not really ended. Uh, they, they make people more nervous. The accountability for those, the cost of those threats, and the fact that uh, you know consumers are, you know, business consumers are insisting on more and more protection being afforded them by the vendors that they're increasingly doing business with. You know, this idea, which we'll talk about probably a little later in this in this interview, um, is actually what the play for a man service and security is has been lately. There's been a lot of interest in it, but in, but if you look at what Probably, you know, after, you know, quarter after quarter after quarter over the last four years, you know, what's been kind of being security, pay for security and interest high, you know, what is it that sort of corrected it in this last quarter? Why all of a sudden? Well, you know, we have the stalled economy and a lot of restrictions on hiring of full-timers. And it's been in place for a long time, a lot longer than a lot of managers expected it, um, you know, to uh, to be. And it's kind of obviated the need for companies to engage in paying for premium uh, you know, paying premiums for skills. They just are not hiring. You know, they're trying to drive costs down. And it's finally hit security. It's been hitting the, the rest of IT for a long time. Second, many companies um, we speak to are, are, are interested in engaging in small to medium-sized security firms in particular in kind of point solutions for, uh, for uh, you know, that are related to security. And that's very interesting because small to medium-sized companies have been doing managed services for many years. The larger firms, um, we're finding, too, are starting to get you know, in, involved in this. And so they're not hiring much. You know, they're looking to sort of share some of these, these um, uh, you know, solutions that they need in security with some outside providers. And um, uh, they're doing it with small and uh, large-sized consulting firms. And I think there's kind of a new comfort level in general in managed security services and the idea that we're not going to, if we can't hire, then how are we going to build a big internal security team? At the same time, they're wondering, should we hire? I mean, even if we could hire and think the economy was flush, would we want to actually do this? I think what you're finding is security premiums for security certifications would happen mainly if you were building a lot of internal talent in this. And that, you know, that's one of the things that's really changing the whole scene right now uh, in how companies are, um, you know, taking care of their security needs internally, externally, or some kind of mix of the two. 
Well, David, I want to ask you about managed security services, but first I want to come back to your first point and ensure that, that what we're hearing is right here. We talk about the leveling off in pay, but you've been quoted as saying this is not a sign that security talent is being devalued. Yeah, I don't think it, it, it is at all. In fact, I think um, what we're seeing right now is that uh, companies are, the first act, if you will, let's call it Act 1, Act 2, the first act in security for many, many years, our companies have generally were really scripting on pay for security. It just didn't have the same kind of impact that a new product or a new service or a, even a, a, you know, an over, a, you know, a redo on your website, you know, might have in terms of, impact on customers and revenues and things like that. A lot of the spending was clearly driven by compliance. Let's do what we have to do, and let's, you know, look at what we don't have to do. And, you know, some of those discretionary items uh, were very tough for CIOs, CISOs, and CSOs to sell. Then, in about 2007, customers started to get sort of more involved in this and say, you know, we're very, very nervous. We're doing business with you. We're increasingly nervous about our data on your networks. And companies basically were doing their best to kind of build slowly internal security capacity. In other words, the, the reflex was, well, then this is something we've got to do. We'll hire some people and we'll do it. But still, I would argue that we're underspending terribly in security. Now, if you look at security as spending as a portion of the overall IT operational budget, there was, um, in terms of that piece, um, some analysts have said that it's increased from about 5 to 6% of the overall IT uh, operational budget to about 11 or 12. And that is true absolutely in some industries, but not across the board. The second act that we've got here, I think, is the one where companies say, look, um, dare we do this ourselves? Do we seek outside assistance? You know, are we early or late to the managed security services party? How far are we willing to go in entrusting our business critical security responsibilities to an outsider? And, you know, what kind of organization has to be built and staffed internally that can blend two approaches if we're going to do some of it ourselves and some of it outside? And I think basically those questions have been around, floating around for a while, but I think because of what's happened in the economy and, and the fact that these threats have not gone away and continue to make people nervous, now they're saying, you know, we can't just talk about this. We've got to do something about this. And if you look at some of the numbers on, on the managed security, uh, the growth of managed security services out there that are coming from some of the firms that measure this stuff, it's pretty impressive. It is actually happening. Maybe we should talk about that. Well, here's my question about that. Employers traditionally have been resistant to outsourcing security. What's changed? Well, I think, number one, um, we've got some data that the managed security services business right now is projected to be a $6 billion market by 2011. You've got managed wireless security services, very popular, projected to be uh, over a billion dollars in revenues in the United States with a compound annual growth rate uh, from 2008 to 2014 of 27%. And you've got um, uh, a study we saw recently that said basically 47% uh, of all enterprises out there are using at least one managed security service. Um, SMBs, about 46%. So, you know, if you ask me really, um, um, you know, what's changing here, I think what you've got here is a lot of interest in managed services and cloud computing in general, for instance. But what you have is, I think, uh, some early adoption of managed security services, primarily in wireless, but I'd also say in voice security, managed firewalls, managed intrusion detection, you know, vulnerability scanning, incident management, 
um, you know, secure messaging and email, and of course, you know, threat, you know, assessment monitoring has, has been around for a while, vulnerability monitoring. But I think you've got a situation here, like I said before, where companies are saying, look, maybe we shouldn't necessarily be doing this ourselves. Maybe we shouldn't really do some of it, but focus more on the strategic issues of information risk management. Those are not deeply technical issues. Those are issues over on the business side. So what I see, if anything, you know, Tom, happening is companies are saying, look, a lot of the deep technical stuff, maybe we can outsource some of that. More, some of the more strategic areas, and I would define strategic as business issues of risk management, the split between operational and strategic security. Let's ourselves handle that, and let's, if we're going to staff up, you know, let's think about staffing up in this area that would be identified as, as strategy. And some of the operational things like, you know, network securing networks and virtual environments, maybe we can do this with some outside partners. That is, to me, the act two here in security. And what you're seeing now is a transition. And I think this correction that we had in certification is, is the first kind of indication to us that companies are starting to execute on what would be really the next uh, strategy for managing security over the next, you know, one, two, three years. I think we're seeing we've just turned a corner on that, and that's what our data is showing us right there. Dave, let's look ahead into 2011. What do you see as some of the hot security specializations and knowledge areas as we head into the new year? Well, you know, I tell you, definitely auditing. Auditing is going to always be um, uh, very, very strong. Um, I think, though, because particularly with things like the electronic health, uh, the electronic medical records initiative in the healthcare industry, you know, I see a lot of interest swirling around secure software development, secure software programming. You know, there's a SANS Institute certification in this. In auditing, that, of course, is ISACA. Um, ISACA has a new uh, a certification out right now um, in risk management. It just, I think it just started most recently. They also have a, a sort of governance um, um, certification too. I think these are going to be in some ways much more important going forward than some of the traditional you know, technical uh, and operational certifications. Again, you know, the skewing more to sort of the business and information risk management part of security. However, in that what I would call traditionally the more technical areas, um, both certified and, and non-certified skills in demand for forensics, um, intrusion detection and prevention systems, uh, um, uh, you know, disk and file level encryption, data loss prevention. DLP is also something that would be boosted by electronic medical records. A lot of application security stuff, frankly, not just in SMBs but in, in, in all size organizations. And of course, um, you know, governance, compliance, audit, and maybe uh, you know you know, more probably outsourcing of IP, you know, IP-related security uh, solutions, stuff like that. Being that IP-related stuff has been probably the biggest item so far that I've seen um, since managed services became popular, probably IP services have been really the, uh, um, the, the largest segment of that right now. That will continue in, in IP security as well. But you've got a lot of opportunity here. One of the things I should uh, also tell you is we're, we've been seeing activity over the last six months in what we traditionally, traditionally would call beginner or entry-level certifications in security. That's an indication to us that some of your, your listeners out there are starting to say, well, maybe I should consider security as a, as a career choice for me. You can't really go anywhere until you've had these entry-level certifications because all mid-level and advanced-level certifications are based on having to get those entry level. 
like the Security Essential Certification from SANS Institute, Security Plus Certification from CompTIA. You know, when we see stuff like this, it's generally an, an indication to us that, you know, we're, we're you, know, uh, you know, systems and network administrators wanting to maybe look at security as a long-term career um, opportunity for them. One of the segments I think that's really hot right now is um, the services in industry. Though. Um, you have to look at the fact that 56% of all the new jobs added in the last 12 months, that's according to the Department of Labor, were in management and technical consulting services. You know, that, that's, that's an indication right there that the hiring that is happening in IT right now, a lot of it happening in the services industries. Why shouldn't you consider that as a career opportunity? Maybe this is the time to consider if you want to do security, going into a, a consulting firm or a large SI. Uh, government, of course, um, has been looking for security people, you know, rapidly for quite a long time. But I, I think you can't sort of go entry level into government. They're looking for more experienced and, and very specifically, you know, uh, specialized skilled people. But but look to the public sector too. Well, David, as always, I appreciate your time and your insight. And I know you've got much more to say. And I'm sure we'll catch up again on another topic. Yeah, let me just say, I, just, I did an interview today for, with one of your colleagues. There's going to be an article coming out on uh, a lot of what I've just said here and a lot of other speakers as well. It's going to come out probably around the same time that you're listening to this. In that will be links to two reports you can pick up on our site um, specific to what I'm talking about today. So look for that article and, uh, and, and press on, on those links and you can get more from our website. Excellent, David. Thank you so much. All right, thanks, Tom. We've been talking career trends. We've been talking with David Foote of Foote Partners. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.